Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long for June, we are talking about packing your bags. All right, you might not be ready to pack your bags yet, but in case you're just hoping to or starting to think about it, I want to get you dreaming about places to go. And I definitely want you to start thinking about how and when you're going to travel the world again. And my guest today has not only a great history in you know, a life of adventure and travel, but she also has some pretty amazing places that she's going to talk to us about coming to or going to. And one of them I know is someplace I want to go in 2021 if all the world you know, follows my lead then. So Monica Rowski is the vice president and co-founder of Yampu Tours in Yampco. I hope I'm saying Yampu correctly. So we'll see if she can correct me on that as we go. (laughs) And she started the company 21 years ago with her husband and her travel experience comes from firsthand knowledge. She's gained from many, many trips she's taken with her husband's and her two kids. So obviously she is an expert in family travel as well. Now, what's really wonderful about her company is that she's been instrumental and really focused on creating a client first culture in her companies. And she not only does that, you know, herself, but she teaches classes to her staff on gaining and keeping trust, which is so important, especially when you're taking people on journeys of a lifetime. So the mantra of Monica and her team is to create lifetime relationships with their clients. Their tours are private and authentic, no cookie cutter experiences, and everyone is 100% customizable customizable to your whims and your wishes. And Yampu thrives uh, to stand behind you to ensure that everything goes according to a plan your plan. (laughs) And one last thing I think is really interesting. She also has a travel school for people who want to become travel experts or travel agents who want to up their game, meaning that she's so focused on doing what she does best in her company that she's willing to share that level of expertise with others so that we all can benefit from greater travel experiences. So Monica, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Michael. I'm really excited. And by the way, when I took a look at your website, I, you know, of course, went to the very first video that's on there. And um, I actually, a couple of years ago, went to Cusco and Machu Picchu. So it was so fun to see the video and the, you know, the, the, um, uh, the, the Belmont, you know, bus, I can't remember the name of who it is, but the, or not bus, the, the train um, back the and forth from Machu Oh yeah. Yeah. Hiram Bingham. Oh my God. That was such an amazing experience and so many great things in that culture alone. So it just took me back. It was wonderful, but tell us a little bit more about you and your companies and, you know, really your lifetime experience of travel. Tell us about, you know, what makes you guys and, and your love of travel so unique. So yeah, we're just sharing what we love with our clients. Um, We try to get to know everyone Um, So we can find them joyful experiences that they would not have thought of on their own. 
Mm -hmm. um, and we like to, you know, push people a little bit to their potential, even in travel. Um, you know, maybe we are uh, getting them to the edge of their comfort level with a new experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's what we're doing for all of our clients. Everything is customized. Everything's private. We do everything. You basically just work with us in the planning stages. And then when you go, um, you know, we'll, we'll help you get all the documents you need. If you need a COVID test to get back in the United States, we do that, <laughs> you know, really helping people navigate all the rules for every different place. Even sometimes in our States, there are different rules. So mm -hmm. yeah, we've been helping everybody do that. And just really what I hear over and over again is this was a trip of a lifetime. And so that's what mm -hmm. I do. I design trips of a lifetime. Um, and I want to show people experiences that they haven't imagined. I, I want, for example, uh, when I booked my first trip to Botswana, mm -hmm. one of the activities was walking with elephants. Oh. And I was so on the fence for this. It sounded touristy. I don't know, you know. Um, but when I got there, it was this couple who spent their life raising these elephants that they saved oh. from ending up in a hunting lodge. Right. They were naughty teenagers and that somebody had at their home and they were about to be given away to a hunting lodge. And these this couple saved these elephants and raised them, but they weren't, they're not... Um, they're semi-habituated, mm -hmm. which means they're not tame. They're still mm -hmm. wild animals, but they are very well-trained with this couple. So instead of going and seeing them in, in some kind of enclosure, they live out in the bush. We walked out in the bush with them. Oh my gosh. And we got, and you, they were very careful about, okay, you stand here mm -hmm. and the elephant will pick up your hat take it off and put it back on. So uh, there's a video somewhere, I don't know, of, of me, of that happening of me. Um, and so we walked with you and it was scary too, because there was um, a, a, a buffalo, um, a Cape buffalo that was stalking oh. us. And so we had to stand really still at one point. And um, there was a, a tracker with us that had a gun, but we just stayed really still. So nothing happened. So that was an, an exciting and it was an adventure wow. and it wasn't touristy. There were only the few people that were at the lodge there. It was one of the best experiences of my life. So these are the kind of experiences that I'm looking for to give to travelers that they don't even know to ask me for this kind right. of stuff. I would never I, think about that. I would never yeah, think I'm saying, that. look, you love elephants. This one lodge works with this one couple. This is where oh. you have to go. Wow. That must have been that must have been phenomenal. And I love how you, you know, we're already talking about, talking about, you know, shocking your potential because I'm a firm believer that, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to evolve ourselves personally and professionally, but travel really, you know, pushes us to new levels. And I love the fact that you're talking about sometimes pushing somebody behind, beyond their comfort zone, not to make them, you know, uncomfortable or afraid, but to say, Hey, if you really want this, this is going to be an experience that you will have nowhere else. So let's, let's dive into it. Let's embrace it. Let's really just live it in the moment. What did the people that you took along, what did they think about that experience? Everyone was just um, really over impressed, you know, because mm -hmm. when you were reading about it, you were just like, is this touristy? Do I really want to mm -hmm. do this? And everyone was over like over the moon that they did it. 
Yeah, I bet. Because those are the ones where you go back and people would say, you did what? I mean, just as you're telling me, I'm like, you did what? I want to do that. I want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those are the things that really also um, get you in touch with that country. I mean, to, to be there, you must have also heard, like you already told the story about, you know, how endangered they are and how important it is to try and protect these species. And, you know, we don't, we see the things, you know, every once in a while on a national geographic show, but I don't think a lot of us, especially in the U S really understand, you know, what kind of impact something like that, the hunters of the elephants really have on a society as well as on the, on the, um, you know, the animal population. It's so true. I've learned so much in the 23 years we've been traveling to all these countries and I've changed a lot. Mm. Um, I was uh, never, you know, concerned about the environment or concerned about all these animals, but when you see them up close and it's not just the animals, it's the communities mm. too. For example, right. um, in some of these communities, I've learned about how the locals, you have to, you have to balance the locals needs to survive with the animals needs. Yeah. So for example, if the lion goes and eats their cow and that's their most precious uh, asset, you know, right. then that's a huge problem. So it's a balance. So um, some company has invented um, where you can give money to build a family a fence uh, against lions. Oh my. A lion fence. And that's a really win-win situation. And when anything is win-win, I love it. Wow. I didn't even, I didn't know you could build a lion fence. How tall does that thing have to be? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty tall. Yeah. I was say. Wow. But you're right. Then that begins to have kind of the, the merger of how you do live together. I mean, we still face that in the U S you know, with, with different areas, you know, where popular animal populations are threatened by, you know, human habitation and, and kind of the encroachment on their land. So, you know, it, I, I would imagine that the more you see of this in other parts of the world, it makes you think about the things all of us can do. So what made you decide to get into this as an industry and, and as a business and start leading tours? So my husband and I traveled to Machu Picchu when we first met. I, when I learned he was from Peru and he had to go home to, to visit his parents, I was, take me with you. Yeah. You know, I want to go. So, um, so we went to Machu Picchu and back then there weren't a lot of people going. Um, mm -hmm. Peru 30 years ago had a lot of problems, terrorism mm -hmm. and things like that. So even as a child, he hadn't traveled to these exotic places. He'd gone to some of the cities because they owned shoe stores, but not to places like Machu Picchu. So mm -hmm. we did the whole um, package of, you know, going to Cusco, the Sacred Valley, Machu Picchu. And he, he um, we were almost about to start a different company, but then we decided to do this one instead. He was trained as a lawyer and had just moved to New York. And I said, please don't be a lawyer. I'll never see you again. <laughs> so... That's true. So we decided to do travel and it was really like a low investment, more of an investment of time and your research and, and just your, your, your sweat. Uh, mm. And then um, we built the packages. We did Peru first. There's a lot to see in Peru. Mm. And then we did Chile and Argentina and Ecuador. And so now we do 
all of South America, Central America. And then as our clients started traveling with us and liking what we were doing, we always had to be one step ahead of them mm -hmm. because they wanted to keep using Yampu. Yeah. So we added India and the Himalayas and Asia, Africa. During COVID, we've added a lot of countries that Jose and I know from our own travel and had been doing for clients, but kind of never was really advertised on the website, like mm -hmm. Iceland, Finland, mm -hmm. um, all of Europe we added. Uh, we added the stands, Mongolia. Uh, we added Fiji and, um, and all of the Pacific. So we, we've been doing that while we've, it's like I've been <laughs> a really long spring cleaning uh, while we, <laughs> We're waiting for people to be able to travel again. I, yeah, it makes sense because it's all the things that you wanted to get to and do, but you were too busy doing what you were doing until you had everything but, you know, time to be busy because you were now had all this time on your hands. I know we did the same thing with my company. We completely revamped. <laughs> That's great. I guess we all needed it. You know what? I think so. And I think so, especially if you knew that your clients were still looking for more and different and the opportunity to really spend the time and dive down deep to it and say, what are we going to include? Then that gives you that opportunity to offer something new and fresh as you come back out of this. Another uh, place we added was the United States. I saw that. I saw U.S. and Canada on your list. We never sold U.S. and Canada before. And um, during lockdown, my husband and I were traveling where we could and we live in california so we traveled to montana wyoming colorado mm. utah arizona and we just got back from uh, new mexico and so uh, that's been exciting to discover the u.s west yeah yeah it is it's amazing i mean the more i'm very fortunate my husband and i we have been to i think he has three states to go and i have two or two or three. Wow. We both have to. Yeah, I mean, we've been, we've been very, very fortunate. So I'm, I guess I'm missing three. I'm missing Maine, Rhode Island, and nope, that's it now. Maine and Rhode Island. So I only have Those two. Those are great states. You have yeah. to go. I know. And I live in Philadelphia, so I'm not that far. Well, and yeah. I did. I did get to Rhode Island once, but I was on an Amtrak train and uh, my husband said, did you, when you stopped in Rhode Island, did you get off the train and stand on the, on the thing? I said, no, he goes, then it doesn't count. So, <laughs> but he has uh, he has Connecticut, Hawaii and Alaska. So I'm like, well, sucks to be us. We're going to have to go to Hawaii and Alaska. I'll go again. Yeah. That's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> but it is amazing. I mean, there's so much within our own backyards. And I think that's another thing about just the uh, pandemic that a um, lot of people figured out is, okay, if we can't go anywhere else, maybe we'll just get in our car and we'll go drive and see what's close to our homes even. And people have really found, I think, a renewed appreciation for, you know, what we have right here. Yeah. I mean, if I can get out and go to a botanical garden, I've done, I've, I've perfected picnics we could because oh, nice. we love to eat out yeah. and so when we couldn't do that we were um doing a lot of tailgaters you know with our yep. little uh table in a bag and a picnic basket because beautiful views all around california yeah absolutely i love it well we're going to take a quick break monica here from our sponsor and then we're going to come back and talk about where you think we should all go okay Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. 
Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. And we are back with Monica Irowski. Look, I got it. I find I did get it. I think I got it. Yes. I'm going to get that name right. I'm going to practice Irowski, Irowski, Irowski. And uh, <laughs> Yampu. And um, what I want to talk about is with everybody I've asked this month, where's some place that you would suggest that we all consider as a getaway? And I mean a big getaway or a little getaway. But in this case, I know that your answer is going to be a big getaway. Where should we all go? Well, Peru has it all. It has the uh, it has the Andes Mountain. It has Machu Picchu. Has wonderful culture. It has the sea. It has mm. the jungle. Yeah. Um, great, like little communities that you can go and visit. Um, hiking, biking, uh, climbing mountains. You know, um, uh, rafting. You know, you know, beautiful luxury trains, luxury hotels that are not charging $3,000 a night. Mm. Um, you know, so sorry, I've just been researching U.S. trips for spring break and some of the hotels are charging $3,000 a night and where I, I wouldn't even want to spend 400 at those hotels. Oh my god! So, yeah. So anyway, Peru is got it all. You could stay. I went for a month once, all luxury properties and seeing something different every day. So it's, it's really a, a great destination. If I have to pick one, um, that's what I'm picking. And right now, uh, they're really limiting how many people can go to Machu Picchu. Yeah. So you're going to see it in a way that no one has seen it for 25 years, you know? Okay. So, so my question is though, when you've gone, whether, whatever time you've gone, have you, have you hiked up it or were you like me and took the scary bus ride, but the scary bus ride was a lot, a lot less exhausting than walking up. <laughs> I, I took the scary bus ride. Yeah. I, um, I have not, I've hiked down. So instead of going on the bus, you can walk yeah. down the trail that the little kids are always running up and down. Right. I know they're amazing. I've done that. There's hikes above Machu Picchu. There's a mm -hmm. hike that takes three hours. The Machu Picchu mountain is, if you look at a picture of Machu Picchu, there's a small mountain and a big one. Right. 
The small one is Wanyu Pichu and the big one is Machu Picchu Mountain. So I've done those. Wow. Um, a lot of clients of mine, I'll send on the one day Inca trail where they take mm -hmm. the train most of the way they get off and then they hike about five, six hours to get into Machu Picchu. Yeah. And they get to come in through the sun gate, sun which gate. is really beautiful. Yeah. Oh. And then they get to sleep in luxury hotels. And then I have them spend a couple nights going on those other hikes. You can also do the four day Inca trail, but that one, it, the camping is like really crowded. I don't love it. I don't love the experience. <laughs> That's good there's for also, very young people. Yeah, yeah. And there's <laughs> also a Salkantai trek, which there are, they have um, mountain lodges. Mm -hmm. And you can sleep in a comfy bed with a fireplace and really gourmet mm -hmm. food. And then you hike all day. And you can also do that one on horseback. Oh, well, that's nice. That would be lovely. But oh. it's kind of long. It takes like five or six days to get there doing that. But yeah, I, so I had to say that the, the, the kids, to me, they were all kids who had, you know, done the, the big hike and then stayed down in the town of Machu Picchu. And then as we were- empties. Yes. Yeah, so, and we, uh, we, slow, we, we stayed up at the sanctuary lodge. Yeah. <laughs> so we got in line, you know, right before sunrise. And then all of a sudden the kids started running up, you know, and it's still before sunrise and, you know, and they're racing each other and they're laughing to see who got up all the stairs first. And then they were very stinky, but, uh, <laughs> I was like, that's what it's like if you're 20 something and you're here, when you're here 40 something, you do it a little different. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sanctuary lodge is a good place to stay. I also like to stay at the Inca Terra Machu Picchu. It's down in the village, but kind of tucked in under the mountain. Oh. They have beautiful gardens all around. So those are my two go-to hotels. It really, Peru is amazing. Um, and you, you know, we spent time in Lima too, because my husband had business there and Lima is, you know, I mean, if you can just experience a big, you know, noisy city that's on this beautiful, you know, over these beautiful cliffs over the ocean, I mean, it's such a dichotomy, um, you know, in that area, but it's such a talk about a town, you know, brimming with life. And I'll tell you, I've never had so much, uh, ceviche in my life. And it was every plate of it was absolutely stunning. And I never really cared for ceviche. I started to like it when I went to Costa Rica about five years ago, but just especially in Lima, it seems like everywhere we go, we had a different arrangement of ceviche and everyone was just spectacular. Ceviche is amazing in, in Lima and they only eat it at lunchtime in Lima. Um, ah, mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. I think we only yeah, ate it at lunchtime, but I didn't even think be able to get it. in a restaurant at dinner, but the, the way the Le people from Lima do it, they only eat it at lunch. So it's super fresh yeah. and their limes are super strong. Yeah. So the limes cook the fish. So it doesn't feel like you're eating raw fish. Mm -mm, not at um, all. And the, they have this um, pepper called aji amarillo. And that's my secret ingredient in all my cooking now. Oh, I so use good. it in things that aren't even Peruvian, you know? <laughs> I use it in Thai food. Like I, I've got, I made up a recipe that's half like Thai, half Peruvian. Oh. And uh, my daughter eats a lot of vegetarian. So she, she needs like sauces for bowls. So I use it in that. Um, so the, the food scene in Lima, if you're a foodie, you've got to take three or four days in Lima. Yeah, for I would agree. For trying all the amazing restaurants. And then also Cusco has a lot of good food, food places mm -hmm. now. 
Um, so you can also continue that. And in the Sacred Valley, we do some great cooking classes. Oh, um, so, and, and then, you know, they have the ingredients from the sea. They have the ingredients from the Andes. There's like 2000 kinds of potatoes. I know. Um, they have the quinoa, which my mother-in-law who's from Peru does not like quinoa. Huh. Uh, so weird. I think she, she feels like it's more of a, a uh, like, like something, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> not pulling out the politically correct word. <laughs> she's well, 85. She's not politically correct. Sorry. <laughs> let's just skip over that, but she doesn't like him. Well, um, but it, uh, it's not refined enough for her, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I love it. Like the can like in the dishes they make with quinoa, in the Sacred Valley or Cusco are amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And then they have all the vegetables and fruits from the Amazon. Amazon, yep. So it's just an incredible, and then the um, the people who have influenced their culture, the uh, the Japanese, the Chinese, the Europeans, the Span, you know, the Spanish especially, yeah. um, and the, the Incans and the, um, uh, the Amazonians, just mm-hmm. all these different mix is just got, it's just the best cast secret in the world. I, th- I agree too. We just fell in love with it there. It was just absolutely stunning. I was disappointed we didn't have time to do anything in the Amazon. And, and so I'm like, we're going to go back because there's going to be a trip that's involving the Amazon. Yeah. The Peru, you can go to Peru more than once for sure. I like to exactly. go every few years. Exactly. And the only thing I would say about Lima, going to Lima, I, I don't know if we were terrified or just thought it was hilarious, but I've never seen anything like traffic uh, and the way cars and especially um, uh, taxis, they just run into each other. I mean, they'll just like, they're not in a lane. They just move all together and they're banged <laughs> up and they're bound. And we're like, wow, this is just a stunning. I don't know how anybody gets anywhere, but they don't honk at each other. They just ran and in, run into each other and wave. And then <laughs> <laughs> just run into each other and wave <laughs> that's crazy yeah i used to take the the baby stroller and just go walk around my mother-in-law was like what are you doing you can't just go out with a baby stroller and walk around <laughs> i'm like i'm a new yorker i can handle lima <laughs> exactly it's great i love it it's a phenomenal experience well monica i know we're gonna have all your contact information on the show notes but in case somebody wants to look you up right now because they want to find out about many of your incredible tours but especially about peru especially since you love it so much what's the best way for them to find you so the n- company name is yampu y-a-m-p-u and I'm Monica Arowski experiences on Instagram. And if you get me on Instagram, we've got all my links to the travel school and to uh, yampu.com. Um, so you go look in the show notes for Instagram and uh, yeah, you can find me and just call, call me, email me, do a chat on the website, anything you want. It's really easy to get from, to find me. Excellent. And before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah. Find a travel expert. You can use me or you can find another travel expert, but we are going to show you things that are going to shock your potential. They are going to be things you're not ever going to think of on your own, but that will be spectacular for you. Um, So find a travel expert. That's my, my little pearl of wisdom. I love it. And I totally agree. It makes an incredible difference when you are going, especially to someplace new that you've never been before, and you're not sure how to navigate it. A travel expert is your best friend. Thank you. 
Thank you, Monica. It's been a pleasure having you on today. I really appreciate you being a part of our Pack Your Bags series. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.